Are you longing for a little deep sea adventure? Today on Diving Deeper Shorts, we revisit our interview on mapping seafloor habitats. Just a few minutes on how scientists collect the data needed for seafloor maps and what a day is like for scientists on a research mission. For this episode, let's go back to our interview from July 2010 with Tim Batista from the National Centers for Coastal Ocean Science. Let's listen in. So it's probably quite a challenge to collect data on the seafloor at all these different different depths. How do you collect this data? So in making a, a seafloor map, we use a variety of technologies. And those technologies have limitations. Some of them are actually fairly available to any anyone. We're all familiar with Google Earth and Google Maps, which allow us to see imagery, uh, mostly of, the, of the, the land environment. We can bring up a satellite image of uh, you know, your, your house or something like that, or a street map. We use the same imagery to do habitat mapping, and, and these are actually commercial satellites that fly in space overhead, and we're able to task those to take pictures of, of locations that we want to map. Beyond that, uh, we have to switch to other technologies, and, and there's a reason for that commercial satellites take pictures and light only penetrates so far to the to the seafloor and so we can only see things to the to the depth that the light penetrates so once we get to that that threshold where light doesn't doesn't see the sea bottom anymore we have to switch to something else and typically what we use is what's known as acoustic technologies acoustic being to use the sound to penetrate the water and get down to the bottom of the seafloor Tim, can you tell us a little bit about what a day is like or what a mission is like when you go out to collect this data? So typically my role is uh, is principal scientist. My job is to not only bring the people, the scientists on board to do various tasks with their expertise, but also to come up with a with a design for the research mission. So all the bits and pieces that we want to fulfill during our, our research mission. In, in any given day, as a, as a principal scientist, I have to articulate to my scientists what exactly we're going to be doing during the course of a day. And that changes generally based on the time of day it is. So we know during like daylight hours, it's we can do scuba diving, we can work on small boats, you know, doing collection there. So that's typically what we do during the day. I should also mention we also use a remotely operated vehicle which is a robot. It has a, a tether, if you will, that comes to the, to the surface, to the boat, which allows us to control it and manipulate the robot and take pictures and samples. Those are all daytime activities. And then at nighttime, we switch over to what we call mapping, I guess, using our acoustics. The term is kind of mowing the lawn. You literally draw on the computer lines that the ship is to follow and those lines are kind of parallel to each other, and we mow the lawn at night collecting data and data, and we use that data the next day to figure out where we're gonna go with the ROV or the small boats or the divers. So it, it, it kind of makes sense. You collect data at, one, at night to help you determine what you're gonna do the next day. That's all for today's show. Want to learn more? Go to oceanservice.noaa.gov podcast.php. 
and select the July 2010 podcast archive to listen to the full interview on mapping seafloor habitats. If you have questions on this episode or the National Ocean Service in general, you can contact us at nos.info at noaa.gov. And if you're on social media, don't forget you can find us. It's USOceanGov on Facebook, Twitter, Flickr, and YouTube. You can catch our next episode in two weeks.